The Public News Service Daily Newscast for January the 10th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. First to Nevada, the only state with a summary eviction system. That means it's up to a renter to initiate a court challenge if a landlord decides to evict them. This system, along with rising rent prices, has made Nevada a profit opportunity for corporate housing investment, says Nia Johnson with the group Liberation in a Generation. She calls them pandemic profiteers, able to reap some benefits from the economic impacts of the public health emergency. Johnson hopes Nevada lawmakers will be ready and willing to stand up this year against what her group sees as one of the most predatory eviction systems in the country. We see these big corporations, we see landlords of all sizes mimicking that behavior of wanting to extract wealth from the community of tenants, from renters that are simply trying to survive. In 2021, legislation sealed records of summary evictions for non-payment of rent during the pandemic. Another bill would have ended the summary eviction process, but it didn't pass. Both received pushback from landlords. Lawmakers did approve an interim study on summary evictions, which Johnson says is a step in the right direction, but not enough to move forward. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting. Equality New Mexico will advocate for new LGBTQ protections during this year's legislative session as it celebrates 30 years as a leading advocacy organization. Chair of the group's foundation, Kat Sanchez, says efforts to remove barriers that prevent gay and transgender people from thriving in life has always been the mission. She believes New Mexico's long legacy of tolerance is connected to the group's success in advancing human rights for all. New Mexico values are for respecting and loving our neighbors and not getting involved in what kind of personal relationships they have, or at least respecting the kinds of personal relationships individuals have. This year's proposed legislative policy changes include requiring affirmative consent education for all students and giving 16-year-olds the right to vote in state, local, and school board elections, as well as updating the state's Human Rights Act. I'm Roz Brown. Albuquerque held its first Pride March in the summer of 76, seven years after the Stonewall Riots in New York's Greenwich Village, that launched gay Pride marches all across the U.S. Now from CNN, several classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president were discovered last fall in a private office, Biden's attorneys acknowledged on Monday. Attorney General Garland has asked the U.S. attorney in Chicago to investigate the matter. This is Public News Service. Now to the Midwest, where LGBTQ farmers are challenging long-standing stereotypes in agriculture. They are creating safe spaces in an industry that often excluded them, but they still face barriers. There's no official count of LGBTQ farmers, as it is not yet part of the census of agriculture. In the meantime, farmers like Shannon Mingalone are forging ahead. She and her partner run a farm near the Illinois-Wisconsin border, and like some other LGBTQ producers, they proudly weave in their mission along with their sexual orientation and gender identities. We want to build an ecosystem that works for our planet and then also 
makes a space for people who maybe don't see themselves represented in farming. But not all LGBTQ farmers operate the same way, with some pursuing conventional agriculture. No matter the business model, rural sociologists say negative attitudes toward LGBTQ people makes common obstacles like land access an even bigger roadblock for these farmers. I'm Mike Moen. CVS and Walgreens say they will sell abortion medication at pharmacies that after the FDA announced it's allowing mifeprestone to be brought over the counter with a prescription. Advocates applaud the move, but they say over-the-counter birth control access would help more women take care of their health. Victoria Nichols is with Free the Pill. Bringing a birth control pill over-the-counter would really address some of the unnecessary hoops that folks have to jump through to get to a clinic visit, to get a provider, to give them a prescription. Research from the Kaiser Family Foundation finds overall contraceptive care is currently falling short nationwide when it comes to access, cost, and patients' needs and preferences. Finally, from Erica Lattice, an update on a groundbreaking tool that aims to help remove language as a barrier to health equality. Colorado's Spanish-speaking communities can now access comprehensive pricing information for healthcare services through a new Spanish portal in the Shop for Care tool developed by the Center for Improving Value in Healthcare. Carrie Frank with the Center says the tool is a game-changer and has saved consumers thousands of dollars in medical bills because it allows anyone to see the true cost of medical procedures across all of the state's hospitals and other care facilities. This tool actually enables people who maybe have high co-pays to be able to say, okay, if I need a colonoscopy or I'm having a baby, I can actually use this tool to figure out where I can get the best quality of care at the lowest price. Creating a tool that Spanish-speaking Coloradans could access has been a top priority for the center, and Frank says it works to improve health equity. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. We are member and listener supported. Here's an interesting radio station's your favorite podcast platform. Find your trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.